Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 81. Today it's all about finding food freedom. I hope you're well. I'm away this week with my family and parents-in-law, so I'm not recording this at home with my usual microphone setup. So whilst you're unlikely to hear the sirens of the emergency services, which sometimes appear when I'm recording the podcast episodes there at home, there may be a few other background noises, or it may be that I don't quite sound like I normally do. That's okay, bear with me. This is just me chatting to you about your relationship with food, yourself, and your life. And today I want to talk to you about what I think it means to find food freedom. And I want to encourage you to think about what finding food freedom either does or would look like for you. Finding Food Freedom is the name that I have given to the Mindset Coaching Experience Week that is running from the 24th to the 29th of April. Registration is open as of today. The date of this podcast episode drops, so if you would like to take that step towards having food freedom in your life, do go and check out all of the details and register at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash FFF. That's three F's for finding food freedom. I will tell you more about it at the end of this episode, but go to that page in the meantime and you will find out everything that you might want to know there. So as I made notes for this episode and thought about what I wanted to share with you, I considered what finding food freedom or what food freedom meant to me. And I came with a long list of what it wasn't, but a much shorter list of what it was, which is quite ironic, really, because this week, as I said, I'm on holiday and I have been doing a bit of reading. And one of the books that I'm reading is about the law of attraction. And one of the principles, I guess you would call it the laws of the laws of attraction, is that you get what you put your attention towards. So if you focus on what you don't want instead of what you do want, you tend to get more of what you don't want. So anyway, it just seemed ironic to me as I considered making notes about this episode that finding food freedom was so much easier for me to think of in terms of what I didn't want more than in what terms of what I did want. So I've tried to sort of look at both sides of the equation for you here today in what I'm talking about. And so I considered only focusing what it is and what not what it isn't. But I kind of thought that many of you would also resonate with what it isn't, because I know that that's the reality of where many of you are finding yourselves right now. And so if you're anything like I was when I was struggling with my weight and how to lose it, it can feel difficult to focus on what you want because you're kind of stuck in the mental heaviness of what you don't want. And because that all sounds a little bit cryptic and probably lacks some clarity, let's just dive right in. So I'm going to start with the food. So whilst like everything weight loss, I truly believe the food is a small part of it all. And I still believe that. But being on holiday this week and eating different foods is reminding me of the physical impact of food on my body. And actually not just on my body, but that of my family, my families as well, noticing how we're all eating differently and the impact that eating those different foods is having on our bodies physically. I'm very aware of the foods, the different foods that I'm eating that I'm really enjoying. I'm aware of different foods that I'm eating that I'm anticipating or expecting to enjoy and not eating. And I'm aware of the foods that I may be regretting eating because of the impact they have on my body. And so I also said as well, it's the impact they're having on my family too. So my husband, so he made his type 1 diabetic. So of course, eating different foods, his blood sugars are being 
more difficult for him to control than normal. And I'm noticing my son, who is trying to eat many, many thousands of calories for what he calls bulking season. So finding food freedom when it comes to food choices is about eating foods that don't leave me overly full or bloated or sluggish, that don't leave me craving more foods. Oftentimes when I eat sweet foods, it sort of like makes me want to eat more sweet foods. It's about eating foods that I consider worth it. And by that, I mean worth eating for the pleasure or nourishment they give me. Being on holiday or having the opportunity to eat different foods in general is such a great reminder of this. It's a great reminder that I can still go to that default place of thinking that I want to eat a three course meal at dinner time, but then afterwards realizing it's just too much food for me. You know, we sort of walk up a steep hill after dinner time and it's really noticeable and very aware of when I feel a little bit more uncomfortable than I would normally because of the quantity, the volume of food that I've eaten and noticing that it's not worth it. I can enjoy all of those foods and just eat a little bit less of them. So finding food freedom when it comes to it is really being an expert in what you truly want to eat. It's about having trust in yourself and confidence in your body and how it's going to respond to the foods that you want. Um, And it's a continual process of learning and discovery and refinement. Again, something that I've been reminded of this week because our likes and dislikes and how our bodies respond to food will be forever evolving. Oftentimes we think we want foods that aren't in alignment with our health and weight loss goals. And we're in the place of wishing those foods didn't contribute towards being overweight or unhealthy. And then I think we get caught in the trap of telling ourselves that we can't have whatever those foods are. And I don't believe that's true. Telling yourself that you cannot have something is the very opposite of finding food freedom. Food freedom is ultimately being able to have what you want. And the work in finding that out is figuring out what you truly want. I believe having food freedom means that there is no food that you want that you cannot have. Having food freedom is figuring out the role that you want those foods to play in your life. It's about figuring out what foods you truly want because you know what those foods are giving you. You see, we might think that we want the chocolate because of the sweetness in our mouth or the crisps because of their salty crunch both of which equate to pleasure for us. But we do need to consider everything that the chocolate or the crisps are giving us. It's not just about the sweetness and the salty crunch. It's also about a certain amount of sugar and fat and salt and other refined carbohydrates. And we cannot think about eating those foods in isolation. We also need to consider what else we're eating during that particular meal, day, week or month. Finding food freedom is about being really honest with yourself about what you want and what those foods are giving you. It's about feeling fully empowered to know that you can have both the foods you want and the weight that you want but also about owning that if you have been eating in a way that has led you to gain weight or in a way that is not enabling you to lose weight and you want to lose weight then you've got to answer the question of how do I want to eat to help me be how I want to be what do I want for me with regards to my physical health my emotional health and my weight finding food freedom is knowing that there is no food you cannot have it's discovering that many foods you previously thought you wanted you find you actually don't want It's about you being an expert in knowing how you want to eat for life. And it's about noticing when you want to eat in a way that is out of alignment with what you truly want. You get to explore what's going on for you there. You get to ask yourself why you want to have foods that aren't giving you what you want and uncovering your truth and leaning into that and learning and moving forward. So finding food freedom is about having the right balance 
between eating food for fuel and nourishment and eating food for pleasure. It's about eating foods that you enjoy and that also leave you feeling energized, that help you have clear skin, that leave you unbloated, that don't fuel further food cravings, that don't leave you with any unpleasantness in your body. And again, I'm reminded of that today because I woke up this morning with what I call that sort of kind of heaviness in my mouth that I recognize comes from eating too much rich food. I'm reminded that whilst it's lovely to have these foods occasionally, I truly don't want to be eating them very often because they don't give me food freedom. But of course, finding food freedom is not just about the food. One of the biggest benefits of food freedom for me is to have peace around my food decisions. Now, peace around my food decisions equates to certainty and simplicity. Again, I find myself wanting to tell you what food freedom is not when it comes to food decisions. So food freedom is not feeling conflicted around what I want versus what I tell myself I should have. I spent years in that space, years using up a lot of energy of food decisions because I would tell myself at the restaurant that I wanted the fish and chips, but that I should be having the salad, for example. That is the opposite of food freedom. Or it may have been me telling myself I should cook the evening meal from scratch, but that I really wanted the takeaway because I was so tired. Again, that is not food freedom. Here, food freedom is knowing exactly when I want to have the fish and chips and when I want to have the salad and having them when I want them because I genuinely want the salad when I want the salad. And in truth, this looks like me just knowing myself so much better. It's probably about getting a little bit choosier about where I go for my fish and chips or my salad so that I know the fish and chips are at a place that isn't going to leave me with that terrible headache that I would sometimes get from eating fish and chips. And it's about choosing salads when they're interesting and tasty with a delicious dressing so that I really, really enjoy them. Finding food freedom is also about the decisions I make when doing the weekly food shop. It's about learning what works for me and my family over and over and over again so that the weekly food shop, because I order it online, takes all of 10 to 15 minutes with very little energy and effort required to think about and decide what to have. So think about your food decisions. How easy are they? How much mental energy do you give to them? Are they in alignment with the weight that you want to be, with the relationship that you want to have with food and with yourself? What can you do to make things easier for you? Having food freedom is about making all of this as easy as possible. It's about having the freedom to enjoy your food and how you feel about yourself and your life. So we've spoken about feeling a sense of freedom around the food that you eat and the decisions that you make. Next, I think it's about not having the food chatter in our head. This is what so many of you in the Academy of Membership tell me that you hate. It's that constant chatter that could be both you feeling drawn to foods as if they are sort of you talking to yourself or really going back to that conversation you have with yourself about what you should and should not have. And it's about that inner dialogue that tells you things like you deserve a treat, that you should be able to eat like a normal person, that you should have the cake so that you don't hurt their feelings, that it's not fair that your partner is eating the biscuits in front of you. It's those thoughts that lead you to feel as though eating the weight that enables you to be the weight that you want to be is not how you want to be eating. It's that it feels hard and difficult. It might be food chatter from your parents telling you that you should clear your plate or not waste the food. Or leftover food chatter from having a lack of food when you were younger, whether that's because your parents couldn't afford sort of treat food or because you were constantly fighting with your siblings for your fair share. You get caught up in thoughts that you should eat it whilst you can or take advantage of the opportunity. And these thoughts are so normal and truthful for you that you cannot ever imagine being free of them, but you absolutely can be. Deep inside, you know these thoughts are keeping you stuck from having the relationship with food that you want. And finding food freedom is about laying them to rest. 
healing from the past and moving on with basking in that newfound freedom. Next, and this is critical, it's about emotional freedom. So again, it's very easy to say what is it is not having food freedom when it comes to how we feel. And that is, it's not about being restricted. It's not about being deprived, conflicted. It's not about feeling frustrated or ashamed. It's not about disappointment, feeling self-loathing or guilty. Experiencing freedom around everything to do with your relationship with food is about clarity, self-love, balance and alignment. So what do I mean by alignment? I mean that you have found that place of wanting to eat in the way that gives you what you want in life. You've found that balance. You've found that place of appreciating foods for both the nourishment they give you and the pleasure you get from eating them because they feel great in your body and are aligned with you feeling healthy. Food freedom to me also feels like having a lightness and positive energy and can be it's a physical lightness and energy, but it's also a mental lightness and energy. And importantly, it's you feeling empowered around food. So food doesn't have power over you. That's what I think of when I hear you tell me that you feel addicted to certain foods, that you feel as though you cannot have them. That is the opposite of feeling empowered. I want you to find that food freedom that has you feeling fully in control of what you think, feel and do around food. Feeling in control, I think, can be easily misconstrued because we associate the idea of control with restriction and dieting. When you're in control, you are maybe sticking to your diet, but that isn't the sort of control that I think of when I think of food freedom. It's you being empowered to create your own control of yourself in a way that feels amazing because it's in alignment with what you truly want. It's the opposite of you being in battle with yourself. And one more thing, finding food freedom is not around experiencing what I want for you 100% of the time. It's not about perfecting a way of eating so that things are how you want them to be all of the time. It's about being open to the imperfectness of it all, to have the freedom to be continually learning and self-correcting what you think, feel and do. Being away this week, I've eaten bread and pastries. I have thoughts that the bread here is so good and of course that feels like the truth to me right now. It's fresh and they have lots of different flavours of bread and they have lots of creamy salty butter to go with that warm bread and I can't remember the last time I ate bread before this week. And so what I'm observing about the bread and I'm really enjoying it whilst I'm eating it in the moment but I'm also having three course meals and I'm feeling overly full at the end of those meals and having a little bit of indigestion. So it's finding food freedom, having that bread or not having that bread. And that's what I was pondering to myself as I was thinking about recording this podcast episode. And so what I want you to know is it's that having food freedom is about knowing my answer to that question and being in total alignment with it. And that means I can choose to have the bread and the three-course meal and the feelings of fullness and indigestion go to, that go with them. Or I can choose to have the bread and maybe one or two courses and not feel so full. Or I can have the bread and have you know, a little bit of each course and not eat all of it. Or I can have the bread and not dessert. Or I can choose not to have the bread. It really is knowing that everything is a choice. There's no right and wrong and that I get to choose all of it. And it's about trusting as well that I can enjoy eating some bread here this week and know that I love not eating bread because I really, truly do love not eating bread. The other 51 weeks or however many weeks of the year. Eating the bread this week and living in fear that I'm going to suddenly turn back to craving bread when I get home is not food freedom. And by the way, I'm only thinking about this in so much detail here now as I try to put into words what finding food freedom means to me. I honestly haven't given any thought to the fact that I'm eating bread when I don't normally before thinking about it right here, right now. Okay, so what else does it mean to find food freedom? Well, I asked the members of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy and here is what they said. So um, 
just use just use um, different people's initials. So Elsa, finding or having food freedom means a huge amount to me. It means I'm comfortable with my way of eating and can trust myself around food in different circumstances. It makes me feel in control to be the healthy, confident, light-hearted person I am becoming. It releases me from the decision-making and the internal battles, and this comes from being able to plan and stick to it. When I'm not thinking about food all the time, I can release energy to concentrate on other things that are important to me. Um, so that's what one person said. E said, it really is the best thing about having joined this academy and working through my past dieting history and trauma. Having followed so many diets in the past, often with varying and contradictory rules, such as carbs or no carbs, low fat, full fat, eating frequently or fasting, and she says I could go on and I don't like drawing attention to my eating in the family setting as when I inevitably failed at whatever the diet was I had to face up to it not only to myself but to everyone else and I hear comments such as oh you're eating rice now oh you can have chocolate you get the drift and I experienced the pain of failure but I love that I now eat the same as everyone else at meals I don't eat dessert if that's on offer unless it's an occasion so I do have some structure but I don't use the word rule as it's not a rule so if that makes sense the more I eat normal family food, the more freedom I have and the less rules and restriction I feel. The less I fail and the less attention I feel I draw to what I'm eating and that's important to me to feel free and normal. S says, for me, food freedom would be finding my new normal, a good framework that helps me to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. I have nailed the maintenance. I just need to nail the losing part now. T says, I'm slowly learning to find food freedom on this course. To me, it means food shopping, eating out at home, everywhere, looking at the previously forbidden, in inverted commas, food, and thinking I could have this. If I have this, it doesn't make me a bad, greedy or fat person. It's normal. Do I really want it as I can have it if that's the case? This thinking doesn't come naturally yet. I do have to stop and think about it. Esther, freedom from obsessing about food, what I'm allowed, in inverted commas, to eat, what is forbidden, what to eat on social occasions. L says, like those before me, food freedom is my ultimate goal. To not always be thinking about food, um, in inverted commas, like when on a diet. What can I have? What can't I have? Etc. I find it exhausting. Freedom from my life rotating around food all the time. There is so much more to life. Definitely wanting freedom from living to eat and more of eating to live. And being in the academy has already turned this around and I'm finding food freedom. It's quite liberating. He said, finding food freedom to me means not seeing any food as good or bad and not feeling like any food is restricted. I get to choose what I eat and when. I'm still very much learning this. I struggle with getting the balance between eating what I want and losing weight, which I want very much to do. It's like a battle in my brain still. I guess true food freedom will be having those battles much less often and losing weight without feeling restricted. But I'm not there yet. Kay says, food freedom is naturally choosing the right foods and amount of food without having to manage my desire. S says, absence of food chatter and endless internal debate. Feeling free to make choices because I know my higher wisdom is in charge. L says, being able to trust myself to make decisions around food without having to second guess myself all the time. Is it okay to eat carbs, full fat and the ultimate food freedom for me would be no binging. Okay, so that's some thoughts about finding food freedom from the members of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. And if you're curious about what finding food freedom would mean to you, then please do join us for the Weight Mindset Coaching Experience Week that starts on Sunday the 24th of April. There will be live lessons and insight every day, Sunday through to the following Friday. There is a private Facebook community just for everyone joining us for this week. There is a workbook to help you apply everything that you learn as a part of this coaching experience week. 
You'll also get access to all of the replays. So if you can't join us live, you'll be able to work through everything at your own pace. The topics for each day are as follows. Day one is all about eating to lose weight when you're not dieting. Day two is about how to stop feeling conflicted over food choices. Day three is using your mind to make weight loss easier. Day four is managing emotional eating. Day five is taking what you've learned this week, what you'll be learning that week to help you lose weight for life. Day six is about asking me anything. So sort of a live coaching Q&A session. And registration is open now. Just go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash FFF and sign up so that you will be all set to access the private Facebook group and to get the workbook. Okay, have a great week, everybody. And I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month lose weight, live life, group coaching, mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.